Hello and welcome to episode two of the Technical Rapport. I'm your host, Mike Blodgett, and with me as always is... Dr. Scott Kovleski. How are we doing today? Doing well. How are you, Mike? I'm pretty good. I can't complain. So what do we got going today? Today we are going to be speaking with Mike Major, the Director of Cardinal Ser- Career Services here at SVSU, and we'll be speaking with DJ Bidwell. Yeah, and our show topic today is thinking about the PTW Internship Program as well as some opportunities for career development and professional development as you work through the PTW curriculum. Uh, and so my position as internship coordinator affords me the opportunity to talk about that internship program and what are some of the application processes and what might you expect as you, you know, if you're thinking about going through that process here within the next couple semesters. And then Michael's going to share his experiences at the Dow Chemical, Chemical Company uh, as uh, working from a co-op uh, up into a, a, a contracted um, opportunity. And so, Mike, do you want to start talking a little bit about that and sort of thinking about how that opportunity was afforded to you and how you used what you've learned in the curriculum to, you know, work your way up a little bit in, yeah. in, in the Dow Chemical Company? Yeah, definitely. So um, I was introduced, first of all, to the Cardinal Career Services in the fall of 20, I believe, 2013, actually. Uh, I got to interview Mike Major for a piece I was doing for our journalism course here. Uh, as part of the curriculum, and he introduced me to the career fair, and I got to go around and, and visit with different employers, and then through that, I was put in touch with the Dow Chemical Company, and I was able to go through that process and become a co-op there, and there uh, I learned to apply a lot of the things that I learned in the, the, the program, writing for the web specifically, because that's pretty much what I do out there, and yeah, the opportunity was outstanding. I was able to be in that position for Oh, the better part of uh, seven, seven or eight months or so. And then I got actually tapped and pulled into a, a full-time position there doing pretty much the same things, but sitting on the other chair of the co-ops now. So actually I, I get to to manage those, uh, those, those wonderful people. And it's, uh, it's just a great opportunity and I, I really owe it all to career services. And I think it's really great that you've had these opportunities to, work through the career fairs, find these co-op opportunities, uh, find ways to work your way beyond the co-op and, and secure full-time position. And certainly, you know, we can't guarantee that for everybody. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think it's a, it's a great example of some of the ways that you can use what we've learned here, work your way up while you're still finishing the curriculum right. and put yourself, you know, I mean, who knows what will happen next. Right? Exactly, yeah. But it's an opportunity to kind of really prepare yourself while you're right. still working through the curriculum. And so, you know, for me, one of the things I've been wondering, Mike, is, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you could talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, what you do there and, and, and how you see that relating to the things that you're learning in the classroom. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I was uh, like I mentioned before, I do a lot of writing for the Web. And so there are courses, obviously, in the curriculum, uh, writing in electronic spaces, particularly that really prepares you for doing that. So you get to learn a little bit of coding. You get to learn a little bit of um, CSS, so you got the, the the style cascading style sheets. And what I do now is I take content from subject matter experts. Uh, they hand it to me. I get to edit it a little bit. Editing is also one of the courses in our curriculum here. And I get to then translate that from, say, like a Word document to the web, to an actual web page. And so I get to, to play with the coding, and I get to, you know, um, apply the style sheets and it, I get to see it go out. I actually get to see my product out there on the Dow internet. And so I, I honestly think that the communication that we learn within the curriculum, uh, working in projects and collaborating, uh, that that creative collaboration applies directly to Dow. 
in the in the way that you have to work with these subject matter experts. You know, they know they know all the stuff. I'm not an expert in you know molecular toxicology or you know whatever it is that right, is coming right. in you know to, to my area, but I I know enough or I get familiar enough with the subject matter in order to be able to help them edit it. And it's actually a really cool process being able to work with those people. And you've said a couple of really interesting things that I jotted down here. One is uh, the collaboration, right? And I think that that's one thing that we really pride ourselves in here in the program and, and, and prepare students to do is to work with a variety of different kinds of, of people. And, and, you know, they're not always, you know, P, uh, you know fellow PTW folks, as you right. mentioned, they, they could be the subject matter experts. They could be participants who come in and provide us with feedback on the things that we're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of collaboration that I think takes place. The other thing that I think is really interesting, you know, this is something from my own experiences when I was working as an intern while I was going through college is to, see your things out there yeah and being able to see actual people use them and they're and they're published whether they're you know in some sort of digital print you know piece or they're on the web but being able to see things that you're creating not just for the classroom but for an actual uh company or organization and they're using that material as part of their daily operations i think it'd be really powerful as as we develop as writers and Mm -hmm. And maybe that's a good segue here into you know what I want to talk about with the PTW internship program, in particular because it's one of the things that we you know that that particular course that particular part of the curriculum is something that we see as an opportunity to gain that experience beyond what you're doing and learning in the classroom. I want to uh, bring in a piece that I have the internship students read by Catherine Durack called "Sweating Employment: Ethical and Legal Issues with Unpaid Student Interns," and. In the piece, she helps to define what we think about an internship in writing studies. And this is a, a direct quote. She, she writes, uh, within writing studies, when we speak of internships, we refer to some sort of substantive experiential learning opportunity that links theory to practice and education to employment. And in a lot of ways, that's how we really think about this internship opportunity here uh, in the PTW program. We want this to be an experience that helps to make connections between what you're doing in the classroom right right what you're uh what you see yourself doing as a professional it's part of that professional development part of that growth you know to see your work out there to see your work doing work for an actual organization whether that organization be here on campus or whether it be someplace out in the community and so there's a couple of things we have a set of policies for our internship program uh these were put together by the great people that preceded me as internship coordinators and it's something that we adhere to in the department that you know is is based on uh, an, you know governmental regulations or guidelines for conducting internships uh, as well as uh, some policies that I think are you know specific to our context here at SVSU but a couple ones that I wanted to highlight here because I think they're really important they're questions I often get as internship coordinator in terms of you know what kind of things do students need to be aware of before or during their internship experience and the number one thing is there's essentially two criteria, two components anyway, that students must meet before they can be considered for the internship requirement. And the first is you have to complete the prerequisite courses. And this is RPW 260, RPW 285, and RPW 322. And so that's the intro course, the writing in electronic spaces, and the instruction writing course. All of those courses must be completed uh, before you can apply to the internship or before you can enroll in the internship course. The second part of this is that you have to go through a portfolio review process, which includes putting together a portfolio 
that's representative of the quality of work that you can create and contribute at this point in your education, as well as a, a memo that indicates the kinds of experiences that you're looking for and the kinds of projects that you'd like to work on. And then there's uh, the, uh, the department approval. So uh, me uh, currently as internship coordinator, I'll look through those materials and 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 determine if you're ready for the internship. And for the most part, you know, most people are, are ready and, and we look then to uh, set you up with hosts that will help you develop uh, as pro- professional and technical writers. So those there are, are kind of the two main requirements for getting yourself in a position to uh, begin that internship process. And so I want to talk a little bit about that portfolio in part because it's kind of fresh on my mind. I just posted some stuff recently to, for, for the students who are considering the internship program in the winter. And you want this portfolio to include representatives of your writing, your design or graphical work, as well as your editing. And so these can be a number of, of print and web-based documents Anything that, again, shows your ability to produce, you know, at the best possible level that you can. So this really aligns with the kinds of experiences that you'll be expected to complete in the internship program. And in part, you know, you'll be working on PTW projects. And that's a that's a, 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 a must have uh, every time I line up and talk with hosts, I make sure that the projects that our students are working on. Uh, are directly related to PTW projects. So writing, editing, design, uh, and again, that's that's very broad, but those are the kinds of projects that uh, folks are going to be working on. You're not going to be making coffee, answering phones, organizing file cabinets. It's going to be part of your professional development. And this is because internships need to be, need to benefit the student and their professional development uh, above anything else. And so because of that, uh, or I guess in relation to that, you work through your internship experience with your host concurrently as you enroll in RPW 386 for the first time internships. And then we also have RPW 486 for those who have successfully completed uh, RPW 386. But in RPW 386, we meet weekly. It's a three-credit class. We're keeping in touch. And I really see this class as a, as a necessary and important component to the internship experience in itself. And in fact, together, they really create the overall internship experience. You're going out, you're doing your professional work in your organization with your host, and then we're coming together as a class with all the intern, all the students who are currently going through the internship program, and we're talking about things. We're talking about ethical and legal issues. We're talking about professional development. We're talking about what it means to be a professional technical writer in the 21st century, and we're doing some reflective stuff. So one of the projects that we work on towards the end of the semester is ideas of workplace literacies. What does it mean to be a professional? What have you learned and how have you grown in that experience? Uh, and then along with that, uh, the actual internship experience, that falls within either the fall or the winter semester, and you'll be working with your host 10 hours a week for 10 weeks, so a total of 100 hours during the course of that 15-week semester. And you'll be putting together and kind of revising a portfolio, the portfolio that you submitted with the works and materials that you've created throughout that internship. Again, not as a repository. We were just talking about this in class this past week. The portfolio isn't uh, meant to be seen as a repository for the things that you've created, but instead it's an argument for your capability at that point in time as a PTW professional. So I'm going to kick it over to Mike here because, Mike, I'm kind of curious. Uh, you know, you're going through the internship class right now. Mm. Um, you know, what have been 
your experiences uh, kind of working through this course and, and maybe you could share some uh, you know, of those experiences with folks who might not be sure what it's like to or, or some of that process, even maybe getting as you were preparing to apply to the internship program. You know, could could you walk some folks through that process who may not be familiar with it? Definitely. Yeah. So really the your first step in the entire process itself is just kind of getting your portfolio ready and 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 ready ready to be seen by someone other than uh, yourself. So it's all your works. And the first time you do it is pretty much, uh, I mean, you know, Dr. Scott, you said it's not a repository, but that first time you do it, it very much feels like a repository because you just don't have that that much work done. Um, I mean, you get a pretty good amount in 260, a uh, pretty good amount in 285, all the other courses that go along with that. But once you get everything in there, you can really start playing with the document design. And so once you have your portfolio ready to go, ready for a review, all of a sudden you get to start thinking about, okay, where can I be placed? You know, you get to think about all the different experiences and and, and potential uh, learning opportunities that are out there for you. It's really cool. So once that gets, uh, you know, put through the ringer and you, know, you get it edited a little bit maybe and uh, you get your first placement, um, you're, you're pretty much in with the rest of the, the crew that is experiencing an internship along with you. And so the entire class is really just a process of of editing down uh, different projects that you're going to be using in your professional career. You're going to be using uh, a, a letterhead. You're going to be using a business card, your portfolio that you're going to be working on. And again, and it's a living document. I think that needs to be said too. Your portfolio will never be done. It is a constantly evolving document. It's a living, breathing thing. And as you do better work or as you as you move on to different things, that's going to get thrown into your portfolio and you get to edit it down. Uh, for me personally, I know I'm going to be making an e-portfolio, something that will be up there on the web uh, to make an argument for the work that I've been able to produce so far in the curriculum and so far in my um, in my well the work that I've done at Dow and this work right here that I'm doing in the in the podcast and uh, it, it's just I don't know it's a great yeah it's a great experience uh, I really like the class it's nice to be able to kind of bounce your um, uh, experiences I guess you would say uh, amongst other internships and I think you know for me that's one of the things that I wanted to make sure that I brought into uh, that class specific- specifically is opportunities for us to share our experiences yeah. because everybody's you know placed in different well except that we have two people placed in in, um, in in the same office this semester but for the most part right everybody's experiences are are different because they're with different hosts they're working on different kinds of projects they're experiencing different kinds of uh, uh, you know, excitements and challenges and I think it's important that we share those yeah and, and we talk about it we learn from each other and you know the internship can't prepare you for everything that you'll be expected to learn and do in your careers. But collectively, right, we can talk about a lot of different kinds of scenarios that you might experience. And for us, I think that this is, you know, a, a, or at least for me anyway, it's a really important aspect of the course and what we do. Uh, and I make sure we have time every day, usually about a half hour or so of every class is devoted to like, hey, let's let's talk. What's going on? Right. What yeah. happened that was exciting? What happened that yeah. was, you know, that you're not sure about? And, mm-hmm. you know, and I know as a student, I really appreciate those moments because it's nice to know that, like, oh, we're all in the same boat here. We're all going through the same growing pains. And it's just nice to not be alone, I guess, in that right. <laughs> you're not stranded out there. Well, that's the thing. You're, you're not alone. And I think that that's one of the hallmarks of the class is that it brings us all mm-hmm. together uh, to, again, celebrate and, and commiserate and, right. and share experiences. Right. And and that, for me, is, a, you know, again, we go back to collaboration we were talking about earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a very powerful kind of collaboration where, yeah. we, where we can share those kinds of things. And, you know, again, that's what I kind of th- see with this internship class. And there's, uh, you know, there's a number of 
policies here that I'm scanning over and skimming over because I, you know, again, it would make for a really boring podcast if I re- <laughs> if I read them all. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I touched on some of the big ones. And and for me, you know, the the fact that you know we have this this class that's associated with the internship experience. They they run concurrently. Again, you're required to take them as part of the curriculum. You know, I think it creates a really strong opportunity to put you in a position to understand. Uh, you know, what it's like to be a professional in the field. And sometimes what happens is students learn, hey, I thought I really wanted to do editing or whatever it might be. And now that I've been doing it, I'm not really sure. I think I like content development or usability testing or whatever it might be. So there are also opportunities to kind of figure out what you don't like to do. Yeah, and that is invaluable too. I mean, for me, I know like what I've been doing. Not to say I don't like I do enjoy my job. Like I have never, I've been there for over two years now, going on three years. Not a day has gone by where I've walked in there and been like, ugh, I really don't want to be here. I mean, it, it's always new, and that's the one uh, one great thing about that. But I know for this in the, the internship here, the podcast, I really wanted to flex a different muscle of my brain. You know, I wanted to do something a little more creative. I wanted to be able to, you know, show that I have a wide range of skills and that this curri- curriculum, excuse me, has prepared me for that. And I, I don't know. That's just that's just outstanding. That's just cool. Yeah, and, and I think it's been, you know, at least this process has been a lot of fun for me so far. Uh, but, you know, I want to kind of maybe start gearing or steering us towards, we're bringing Mike Major in here pretty soon, and he's going to talk about uh, opportunities in terms of uh, what the Cardinal Career Network can afford you, what kinds of things are employers looking for, particularly from PTW students, and talk a little bit about other kinds of internship opportunities uh, that might be available not just in and through the PTW program, but at the university level. Uh, and and so let's go ahead and uh, bring Mike Major in. All right, so we have Mike Major here, and he's perhaps best known around campus as the Director of Career Services. But he's also served as a uh, PTW intern host in the past. We've placed students in his office under his supervision, and he's a general friend of the PTW program. So welcome, Mike. Thank you for being here this morning. Hey, thank you. Great to be here. Uh, so one of the things that we want to talk about this episode is about internships and, and career placement and these kinds of things from a PTW perspective. So I was wondering if maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, from your perspective as the director of career services, you know, what are the advantages of internships and, and you know, do you see them as an important aspect of a college student's education and progression from student to professional? Oh, absolutely. Internships are a key part of the educational process. That experiential learning and the opportunity to take what you're learning in the classroom, take it out into the business world or the nonprofit community where business is being conducted on a regular basis, that's huge because it makes you a well-rounded individual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My question, I mean, would be what kind of skills and abilities do companies expect from say, like PTW students as opposed to other disciplines? Well, I I think, let let me start with a more general uh, overview of this. And the top three things that employers want of any uh, candidate are the ability to think critically, the ability to communicate well, and the ability to solve complex problems. So how does that now fit into what the PTW program prepares students to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the uh, department prides itself on its ability to prepare students to do all three of those things. I, I will caution any students in the PTW program that when you list professional and technical writing on your resume, you better mean it 
because your resume is going to get extra scrutiny. If you make any grammar mistakes, syntax mistakes, that really calls into question your competencies as a writer. So make sure you proofread those documents. And I think that sort of, um, you know, maybe to follow up, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about is the importance of written communication skills for you know, candidates coming out of the out of, out of the job market today. Uh, what have you seen from employers, and what have, have uh, you know potential employers communicate to you about the importance of written communication skills? Written communication skills are absolutely essential uh, for success in in the business community. And, and when I say business community, I'm really meaning any organization that's employing mm-hmm, right. you. What happens is. The bulk of what we do in business is written communication. Think about how many emails you send and receive in the course of a day. That is all written communication. And your ability to write in complete, coherent sentences and, com- and convey complex thoughts in a concise, appropriate manner reflects upon you as a professional beyond just your writing style. Mm -hmm. People will make attributions on one's level of intelligence or one's capabilities as a leader solely based on written abilities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about, too, is the role, uh, and maybe kind of backing up here a little bit and thinking about as students are still uh, preparing and they're in college, how can internship hosts help students as they develop the, the skills necessary for a professional uh, in you know in the business or, or, or professional context. Well, I think one of the advantages that our internship program has in the PTW, and if you're not doing it for a class credit or you're just working with an organization, an internship needs to have a specific goal and purpose, mm-hmm. and you need to know what that goal and purpose is before you start the experience. Otherwise. Interns and and students and even the organizations that host them are just going to flounder trying to figure out, what do I do with this person? And and I think our our PTW students are at their best, um, whether it's in an internship experience or in the employment world, when they're given a complex problem and asked to come up with some solutions for it. Yeah, one of the things that we've been talking about is, you know, from a PTW perspective, is the importance in these internships for students to be doing PTW-related projects. And I think that that's probably something that's important across fields, right? If you're a social worker, you want to be doing social work kind of projects as well. Maybe speak to a little bit about your experiences from career services in in terms of the kinds of experiences that students have when they're in internships. I mean, my guess is that for the most part, the, the, you know, it's similar to what we do here in the PTW. You're not going to be making coffee or answering phones that you're going to be doing relevant kinds of projects. Absolutely. And when you go into an internship project, you're, you're figuring out what is it that that business operates within, whether it's a nonprofit organization that may need to reach donors. I mean, let's, let's face it. A big part of the nonprofit world is making money, mm-hmm. but it's in the form of donations So how does a student motivate donors to give to that organization? And a lot of way you do it is by developing that personal connection. And that personal connection is often conveyed through concise, written stories that draw in the impact that that organization is making on the community. So I think a student that goes into an internship is learning about all aspects of an organization. Can you talk a little bit about that process if a student wants to seek out an internship on their own? What do they need to do when they come to career services? Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to. Um, for current students uh, listening to this and for the prospective students, every Tuesday morning the career services office sends out an email 
for co-op and internship opportunities related to your major. This is a, a great place and a great resource for students to start because it lets them know what the opportunities are out there. We posted over 650 paid co-op and internship opportunities last year for our students. This is an opportunity to make an income and one uh, particular position I'll talk about is the, a technical writing co-op at the Dow Chemical Company, mm -hmm. where they, they absolutely love um, our PTW students. And, and what they do is they look at the intranet website. So it's the websites internal to the Dow Chemical Company, and they work with the content owners to make sure that it's readable across the uh, company. And I think this is the type of opportunity that pays well above minimum wage, gets them intimately involved in a Fortune 100 company, and takes exactly what they're learning in the PTW program and puts it into a, a real-world environment. And I, I, I just absolutely love that program. The, uh, the hiring manager for that is a big fan of the uh, PTW department and uh, has dropped by an occasional department uh, meeting mm -hmm. uh, just to talk about the opportunities. And so for students to get involved with us, we have, a, we have an approval process to become a job seeker through the Career Services Office. And what that's really about is ensuring that our students, when they seek a co-op or internship opportunity that's posted through our office, are representing themselves in the best possible way. So it's a way of helping set our students up for success. We offer resume workshops. We offer mock interviews and interview skills sessions throughout the semester to really help students get those opportunities. Yeah, I can definitely speak to the uh, the technical writing co-op because I used to do that. Um, I was actually in that position, and I've since moved on to being uh, a, a co-op uh, liaison, so to speak. So I'm actually managing the co-ops there now. And, yeah, it is a, it is a great opportunity. And I think that's a good example, right, that of, of how you can start in those, uh, you know, the, those co-ops and those internships and find ways to work, you know, up and, and stick around. And, of course, we can always make guarantees that that's going to be the case. Right. But, you know, that's how you, you leverage those positions. You create that networking. And it, even if you don't get hired within that organization, there are opportunities for seeking employment elsewhere because you have that rich experience. Absolutely. So, Mike, I guess, you know, maybe my, my last question anyway is uh, what about for alumni who, you know, are, are graduates who are getting ready to go onto that job market and find their, uh, you know, entry level or first, you know, real position? Uh, you know, what ways can career services help them? Yeah, the uh, services that we offer are available for free for life for alumni. And this is a really good point to put out because besides the employment fairs, which we talked about, which obviously are great for alumni to uh, come to, as well as our students, the Cardinal Career Network is an online job database. Once students become senior graduate uh, school level or uh, alumni, they, they're newsletter switches to career degree opportunities uh, for their major that are full-time. These opportunities really comprise the bulk of what's in Cardinal Career Network. Last year, we posted over 8,000 jobs total to the Cardinal Career Network. 5,000 of them were classified as full-time positions. And, and what's also worthy of note is 20% of all the jobs in Cardinal Career Network were categorized as career degreed five or more years of experience. This means that for a, for an alum, staying connected with the university and keeping their email account active and staying in the Cardinal Career Network 
will not only help them find their first job out of college, but in many cases, that next level and that senior level position. We have seen the senior account level uh, positions or senior editor positions come through the Cardinal Career Network that only a PTW with five or more years of professional experience would be able to apply to. So we really want students and alumni to stay connected throughout their careers. Well, I really appreciate your time coming today, Mike, and, and I want to thank you for, for sharing uh, your experiences not only with the, uh, you know, about the PTW program, but also the ways that career services can help uh, our, our students and our graduates. Uh, so thank you very much for your time today. Well, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Okay, I want to thank Mike Major for joining us today. And, you know, in particular, one of the things that I found really interesting from our conversation with him is he states very early on in the interview, in our discussion, that if you put PTW down on your resume, you better mean it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, the extra scrutiny that that resume is going to receive. And in some respects, I kind of say bring it on, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, we own it. We're proud of it. We know that as technical and professional writers, we have the the background and and the theory and the knowledge to be able to represent ourselves well. But at the same time, I think it gives us something to think about. So I don't know about you, Michael, but you know, I knew he'd say some smart things, but you know, I think you know, he really gave me some things to think about. Yeah, absolutely. That, he dropped some truth bombs on us. That, there is no doubt about it. Uh, I, yeah, just a wealth of, of good information and a, a great resource for everyone out here on campus. And those that have went on you know, to, to bright things or are still looking to do bright things. I mean, just wow. Yeah, and I think you know, as, as we continue to come back to in our discussion with Mike, if you haven't been over to the Career Services uh, office, if you haven't registered on Cardinal Career Networks, definitely check it out. Definitely do so. They provide all sorts of different opportunities. And so that's our little plug for them. And now I think we want to segue into our discussion with uh, DJ Bidwell, who is a PTW senior. And DJ is in the thralls right now, going through RPW 386, the internship experience. So we're going to bring DJ in and welcome him, and he's going to talk a little bit about that experience. And so, welcome, DJ. Hello, how are you guys doing? Good, how are you? Good. Excellent. Uh, so, DJ, we wanted to bring you in and, and have you talk a little bit about your experiences in the internship program, working through the internship with the provost office, uh, talking a little bit about the projects you're working on, and then talk a little bit about your experiences in the class as well. Uh, like you said, I'm doing the uh, provost office. Uh, I'm working on the, uh, well, what they're doing is taking two uh, sections of the school, uh, student affairs and academic affairs, and making them one called ASA. And what I was originally supposed to do is uh, help reformat the website and do uh, content writing and editing for that and a little bit of uh, graphic design, but not a whole lot. Um, and then the provost came along and wanted her newsletter um, out ASAP, so I got switched to doing that. And uh, you know, it's, it takes a little bit to adapt to, you know, I want to say quote-unquote real-world situation in a job um, when things change. Um, but my experiences with uh, the classroom helped me do that. Um, you know, when I first was heard about the internship, I was kind of, you know, a little bit nervous. So like, where are they going to go? Sure. Um, what am I going to do? Am I going to be able to do it? Um but yeah, as soon as I was in there, no problem whatsoever with, uh, you know, the, the support system that you get with RPW. Um, you know, everyone's just uh, email or uh, walk down the hallway to, 
you know, guide you in the right direction. So Yeah, you talk about that support system in RPW, and so in the internship in, in particular. So can you talk a little bit, like, about the that support system? Like, what are you getting out of the class that, that helps you kind of, like, get through the day-to-day stuff? Well, with the internship class, we get, um, you know, our closed-door moments where we get to, you know, talk about what's going on. Um, you know, Dr. Scott's not going to run back and, you know, hey, you know, he was saying this. but um, Unless I say something about my internship program, yeah, right, Dr. Of, Scott? Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you, you, you can vent if you need to, if you have any problems. Um, you know, if there's, if I'm getting treated unfairly, he's, you know, right there. So, um, which I really, really like. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, I don't want to make a coffee and, you know, running errands, and I was put very well that like, you're not there to do that. You're there to do rpw stuff you know? right 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 yeah yeah that's uh it's it's nice that yeah that support system is something that i definitely see the other the other members of the class definitely leaning on especially yeah. in those closed door moments where you can kind of mm-hmm. like you know this is what's going on and and you know if you have any concerns you can voice which that's it's great yeah especially the um off-campus internships that people are having you know that right, are right. that are actually doing stuff for nonprofits or actually companies and might want to take advantage of the student that's there so. right well, one thing I'll say, you know, coming from my perspective as internship coordinator is, you know, we work really hard here in the department to make sure that the hosts, you know, not only provide you with the kinds of projects that are important to your professional development. So, again, you're working on developing content, doing writing and design and graphical work as well as editing. And, and you know, it really kind of uh, obviously depends on the internship uh, and it also depends on your interest. But the hosts, though, aren't you know, they're not, not necessarily there just to, you know, give you that work. I see them really as being part of your professional development. So in other words, mm-hmm. I really want to work with hosts that, uh, you know, want to be mentors and want to provide you with feedback and constructive critique and allow you to grow and, and adapt and, uh, and and experience really the, you know, the breadth of what you might experience. And again, these are 10-week internships. And, and as we mentioned earlier, you know, it's, it's impossible to kind of learn everything in them. However, you know, I really see them as opportunities to, to work, you know, where the host can work with you on your development. So we, we work very, very carefully and very, very hard to make sure that we're placing you with hosts that, you know, want to see you uh, learn and grow and, and want to help in that process as well. And so, you know, I'm very thankful for the hosts that we work with. And I, I think that for the most part, uh, they do a really great job of working with you guys and, and, and helping you in that development process. Yeah, my... Uh experience so far i mean i've been there for well next week will be seven weeks um it's been great you know there's been you know where i thought i was going to do some stuff and it changed and um now i'm getting back a little bit into the website so we'll see what uh, next i got three weeks left so how do you happens. well how so like your personal interests and stuff how do you see that like how do you see that in the the, the day-to-day internship stuff like like your interest that you obviously took to heart when you decide you want to be in this major like, what kind of stuff are you doing in the internship that you're like, well, this is I'm, this is pretty cool stuff? Um, the document design stuff I really like, and also the web uh, content writing. And even a little bit, you know, if I can get into the code writing and play around with they use T4, which, you know, is a CMS. But right, right, right. you still can get in there and you still can manipulate the code and you can still make it your own, you know, entity or whatever you want to call it. So... And so that's what I kind of want to do. I graduate in December, so like, so the, like the design stuff. Then yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. You know, I kind of wish that they would let me do dabble with their social media because I really want to get into that. Too. Right, right. But 
they're still and I, I was in a meeting and they're talking about should we have a Facebook and mm-hmm. I'm like yes you need one you know <laughs> and Twitter and all that stuff but yeah then, yeah your primary audience is what uh, students so yeah <laughs> yes. yep yes. so DJ you know one of the things that we see the you know the PTW program uh, particularly but then I think it, it we kind of see it at work in the internship uh, in your inter- internship experience is this idea of adaptability and so I think you were kind of alluding to this a little bit when you were. Uh, moments ago when you were talking about all the different kinds of projects that you have been working on and or would like to work on. And so I wondered if you could talk a little bit about how you see yourself being an adaptable professional technical writer in a professional context. Um, yeah, that's really helped me switch gears because um, you never know what's going to happen from day-to-day you know, operations. One thing you can work on something for three months the boss comes in and says, scrap it, we're going to be doing something totally different. Um, you know, and I think having a course load like RPW and all that stuff where, you know, you got you to adapt to your situation, your environment, um, stuff like that. So. so, you know, we're working through this PTW internship class right now, RPW 386. Both of you are enrolled in that class. Mm-hmm. And I've talked a little bit with Michael already about, uh, you know, how he's seen that class and, and its relationship going through the internship experience. And albeit his internship experience might be a little bit, uh, you know, dissimilar or at least unique in, in some of the things that he's doing. I guess you'd say like non-traditional. Maybe, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit uh, about, you know, how you see the, your internship experience and the course. I know you talked a little bit, but maybe you can elaborate, uh, you know, how you see those two entities, the, the internship experience and the course kind of aligning, uh, together and, and working together for you. Um, I see the the class and the internship working together because the class is preparing you for. Well, gives you, the class gives you the support system, like I said before, and the the being at the office is giving me that work experience. Um, and you know, we get to do different assignments in the class. Like we're getting our portfolio put together. That's going to be huge um, for me going into the market, job market, and then. Um, the letterhead assignment for different stuff like that, and we get to make business cards. So, I mean, that all of the design stuff and web stuff going to work primarily really awesome for me, and that's what I'm doing in the internship as well. So I think they go really hand-in-hand from my personal experience with both things. Someone that wants to be a grant writer and doing what I'm doing, probably wouldn't, or my internship, probably wouldn't be getting the most benefit. But like you said, you place people where... Yeah, get the most out of it. Right, that's where the placement really comes into play. There, I do yeah. my I do my best. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, we can't always guarantee things, but I do work really hard, and I know the internship coordinators in the past have worked really hard as well. Mm-hmm. Of you know, trying to find situations that you can really succeed in. And again, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot that goes into that, not just in terms of you know what we see in the in your portfolio that you submit and the coursework that you've taken, and you know where you are in terms of your development, uh, but also again with the hosts and, and the kinds of projects and, and mentoring that they'll provide. So I know we're running out of time here, DJ. You got to split, but yep. uh, you know. Lastly, what's the future hold for DJ Bidwell? Where do you see yourself going? Uh, you know, beyond this internship, beyond graduation, what kind of things are you thinking about? Um, well, I've already started looking at uh, jobs. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to narrow down professional technical writing jobs, and you Google that; it's all over the place. <laughs> but um, so I've been, I've been narrowed down to social media manager, consultant, web developer. Uh, editor, you know, and trying to just get a list of, you know, uh, of places that are hiring. Um, 
get my portfolio ready, like we talked about the other night. So it's going to be, I'm kind of excited, but, you know, scared at the same time. But I think it'll, you know, all work out. So. Going to go work at a university somewhere. Sounds like. I, hey, I might. Yeah, there's a couple places hiring. So. It's like, are we hiring? Is it, is <laughs> no. The... <laughs> no, they use students for this. I already uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, I want to thank DJ for his time today, coming in and chat with us about his internship experience. And uh, so thank you, DJ. Yeah, thank yeah, you. And, thanks, DJ. and, you know, my fun fact with DJ is that he's also the owner and operator of Capeside Records. So, yeah. uh, you know, check him out there. Uh, but, you know, again, thank you for your time, yeah. DJ. You want to do a, a quick little plug? Uh, www.capesiderecordsmusic.com. There you have it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, DJ. Yeah, thanks. And that's going to conclude our episode two here. We want to give a special thanks to our guest, Mike Major, Director of Career Services at SVSU, as well as DJ Bidwell, PTW Senior, and current intern in the provost office. Uh, so wrapping up episode two here, Mike, what do we yeah. got going on for next week in episode three? Uh, next episode, episode three is going to be, uh, all about usability, uh, usability studies. We're going to be sitting down and chatting with Trevor Baronic, uh, works out at the Dow chemical company. And we're going to be chatting with Dr. Bill, a uh, faculty member here, as you probably know. Um, and also I just want to quick, uh, drop a mention here for our, uh, our new Twitter handle. It's the tech rapport. That's the tech rapport, R-A-P-P-O-R-T. So not like, uh, you know, report, rapport. Yeah, so follow us. Uh, tweet us any questions, anything that you'd like us to talk about in a yeah. future episode. Uh, we'd love to have your support in uh, on our social media and our adventures into Twitter. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, thank you all. We'll catch you in episode three. Later. <laughs>